wonder, wonder, wonder. Welcome back, my friends, to the Senora Vibes podcast. I am your host, the Alicia E. Senora Vibes is a spicy lifestyle show where we celebrate the dynamic experiences of women 40 plus. I am grateful to have you here. I am so excited for today's episode because it's an episode that I've been wanting to do for a while. Um, you know, you all know that I had a business before. My husband and I have a business now. I'm in real estate. I'm a professor at the University of Houston downtown. So I have multiple hats that I wear. So I'm always getting questions from women about business, about lifestyle, about um, growth, basically, or professional growth. And today I have my producer with me, Jamal. Welcome, Jamal. Thanks for having me. Jamal, how long have you and I been together? Um, For the people that don't know, six, yeah, seven Maybe years, six, seven years, yeah, something. How like do you that. still put up with me? <laughs> <laughs> it's fun working. Maybe I shouldn't together. ask that question. No, no, no. It's fun working together, and it's it's not that bad. No, it's, it's not, fun. It's we have fun. Bad. We have a good time. We really do, right? <laughs> of course. Oh my gosh. Okay, so today I'm doing a Q&A because I love, love, love the questions that I'm getting from so many women. And you know, you can definitely send those to me. You can DM me. I Two of these are DMs that I got. One of them was a personal conversation with a friend who shared this question with me. So whenever you see me, let me know what is in your mind. And like, if you have a question about anything business, it could be lifestyle, it could be travel, relationships, let me know. I'm excited to, to be here and be a source for you of, of, of information and inspiration too. All right, Jamal. So we're going to start with our first Q&A. And our first question is. All right, let's go. Dear Allie, I'm a professional photographer and my most recent client who we worked really hard for says she hates her photos. I'm devastated. I work so hard and this month I really need the money. I just saw that I forgot to add a contract to our session because I made a custom invoice. She wants to reshoot or she won't pay. I tried speaking to her, but she hasn't responded to the email to rebook or to pay the remainder. I'm afraid she's going to back out of the reshoot and not pay me. What should I do? Yeah, this is a pickle because I have worked with photographers in the past, you know, and I and for example, you, you and I have worked together as I'm a, you, you as my photographer. And I think it's so important that we have like clear, clear understanding, um, understanding and guidelines, right? Right from the very beginning of what we're expecting. Mm -hmm. And I believe my friend who's a photographer, and this is a one-on-one -on -one conversation that we had. I know that she really went through all of this with her client. Um, we even had the conversation with her client about it because I helped her out with this as well and so we went back and forth on it and I think um one thing that we can't um forget is that a lot of times the people that we're doing the photographs for have um intrinsic issues that we can't really manage ourselves unless they themselves handle it on their own and I think what happened um, with this situation and what's happening with this photographer is the guidelines were there and I think everything was set ahead of schedule and we talked about everything and we expressed expectations. And I think the, this client thought that, you know, the photographer could work miracles because she complained a lot about, you know, her self-image. And I think that's really hard when you're doing photography is your self-image just 
really dictates how that photo that photo shoot is going to go. So I'm afraid that that's what happened. I think she got too much into her head and decided that she wanted to reshoot. She decided that she also wanted to have um, a whole different styling besides what was done for her, which was very professional. And it was geared towards a realtor because that's what she is. She's a realtor. So it was a very specific type of, of styling and the vision for it. We even went so far as to share inspo like a whole pinterest board was shared with her so that she could see you know if that vision matched her vision for herself in her head right Mm -hmm. and so i think the problem was that because she was so unhappy with herself and the way it looked that she decided she didn't want to pay um and unfortunately if you don't have a contract in place you really don't have much to, to go by unless you really just take those emails that you wrote to each other. Um, I would say if you have the opportunity is maybe have a, a lawyer draft up a letter for you to to send to this person to say, hey, you did say, you know, you did acquire these services from this photographer. Mm-hmm. You do have a responsibility to pay. But I think as a photographer, as somebody who is in the arts or maybe you yourself have experience with that, mm-hmm. You want to make the client happy. So I think that's why this photographer wanted to do a reshoot for her and suggested, hey, if you didn't like your photos, we can do a whole reshoot for you, which is an option, right? Um, But again, it takes, again, time from the makeup artist, the stylist, the photographer, all of that in itself, which is also, again, money that's being reinvested in it. Do you have any other advice besides what I just mentioned? I mean, yeah, everything you said was pretty on point. Uh, but yeah, I mean, my emphasis would always be that the photographer won't know what you don't tell them. Mm-hmm. So when she says that she, oh, I didn't like the way that I looked in the shoot, um, perhaps that body image issue wasn't communicated to the photographer. Because mm-hmm. if I had that kind of uh, feedback, or at least knowing that initially, I think I would have some poses that would mitigate those kind of self-image issues. Right. If you say you look too fat, they're like slimming poses. Yes. Or, you right. know, I wouldn't suggest certain things that she might be like, oh, let's do this shot. And mm-hmm. I'd be like, mm-hmm. mm, maybe not. Right. You know, but she didn't really know that. Mm-hmm. And so it's it's really hard to uh, meet those kind of expectations that yeah. she had no idea about. Um, and afterwards, yeah, she just... My, my ultimate goal is just to make sure customer's happy. So the yes. fact that you're, she's, the, the photographer is offering a reshoot mm-hmm. is yeah. already going above to make and it beyond. Right. And mm-hmm. Yeah, making it right. But um, yeah. yeah, and it's, it's a tricky tough. situation. If you, you really definitely, as a photographer, need to set those standards right from the beginning and definitely have that contract in place mm-hmm. so that, um, you know, you have that backup. Right. And so the services are are there. And before you before you do anything, don't send that them the photos. Uh, make sure you send the, the watermark mm-hmm. f- photos so that Always they know. Watermarks. Right. Because then what they'll do is they'll take them and they'll use them and then they'll, they'll never pay you. Mm-hmm. So definitely be careful about those things. And if you have any questions, you definitely want to talk to other photographers that have you know, this experience or they've been in the business for a while and just go over that with them as well, because maybe they have an idea that somebody else hasn't had, or maybe they've encountered that before and this is how they handled it. Right. Mm -hmm. Okay. What's the second question? All right. Let's see. 
I love this. This is fun. Second question. Dear Allie, what's one thing about building your career that you wish you would have known when you were younger? Yeah, that's a great question. That's a, a question that someone sent on my DMs um, at Senora Vibes Podcast on Instagram. The one thing I definitely would, would do is definitely hire people sooner. Um, I remember when I had my boutique, I was doing the photography myself. I was doing the styling myself. I was doing everything myself. And then I decided, like, why am I doing it all myself? When there are people like you, Jamal, they can come in and do the photography. Remember, we used to do these beautiful flat lays to, to show off our products. Um, we used to do out on the street lifestyle shoots to show off the dresses. I think I took too long to hire people who knew more than I did about certain things. So... Instead of trying to be the person that does it all and wear all the hats, just really focus on what is that I do really, really well, that I enjoy a lot, and then the other parts, leave them to people who can help and do a better job at it. Mm -hmm. I think for, for, especially for women like me who are so type A and so driven to to be everything for everyone, we forget that uh, we are exhausting ourselves in the process and our creativity is going out the window we're burned out because we're we're burning on both sides of the end right mm -hmm. so here we are thinking that we're doing great and fantastic and we're really not we are kind of burning ourselves out because we just refuse to hire people to help because we always feel like we can do a better job than most people and that's not necessarily true i think one thing that i've discovered along the way in my career is whenever i wanted to elevate Anything that I was doing, whether it was my podcast, whether it was my boutique or my real estate business, I invested in, in hiring people who, who could do a good job for me, learn the way that I want things to be done, and, you know, encourage them to continue on their own growth as well and be that mentor, you know, in a way. But at the same time, they're mentoring me too, right? They're teaching me. Social media is one thing that I'm not very good at. So having Alice or having you or having my son, somebody that can create videos for me, help me through that, helps me out a lot because that's definitely not my forte. However, if it comes to planning events or putting things together or, you know, coordinating my guests, getting questions, doing the research, like that's my that's where I really thrive. But definitely part of your growth as a career woman is finding people who can help you. And if you can hire out things that... Uh, take too much of your time and you're not very good at, definitely do that. It's a big, big, important advice, piece of advice. Yeah, I think that uh, that follows through to the next question. Uh, dear Alicia, my question to you is, I've been a lash tech for about three years and I'm thriving, but I wanna know, uh, but what I wanna know is, when do you know it's the right time to grow your team? So growing a team, again, goes back to what I just said, you know, about uh, fi finding people who can help you out. But I think for her, for her and her question is because it's her by herself that I think she's, you know, kind of wondering whether or not it makes sense to, to, to take some of that profit and reinvest it in the business or reinvest it in a team. I would say that the minute you have more work than you can handle, then that's when the team definitely needs to come in and you want to hire somebody to take on those things because you definitely want to scale at some point and hiring somebody who can do the job for you, um, give you, bring you clients um, and take off some workload, I think is important. And that's a good place to do that. When those bookings become so 
full and your month is so full and you're not able to give your clients the service that they number one demand and number two require and ex and expect from you then it is a, it is the perfect time for you to hire somebody to come in and help you with those with those um clients that in itself is is another way for you to also take some some moments to to breathe between other clients if you're getting booked so much and not only that but that other technician might be might know a different technique might know a different thing they can offer your clients as well right maybe i don't know how to do i don't know uh, eyebrow lamination and maybe she does that is a service that she can offer as part of your team which is diversifying a little bit of the services which is an amazing way for you to offer different things and different services that some of your clients might might do because for me for example I when I go in to do my lashes I'll go in to do my lash lift and my eyebrow lamination at the same time so if I have somebody that I can go and I can get those things done at the same time both then it's a win-win you know for her and for me and I don't care like I will go in whatever time it needs to happen because for me you know that's my that's that's me right that's what I love I love to have my lashes and my eyebrows done especially when I'm traveling mm -hmm. so that's super fun super I've cool yeah yeah do you ever worry about your lashes and your eyebrows not Jamal? at all no. <laughs> not not something I've ever why are women about. so high maintenance <laughs> I don't know if it's high maintenance but <laughs> you don't hey. think so okay a blowout every week that's I I get a blowout every week I have my lashes done and my 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 eyebrows done once a month sometimes twice a month depends um pilates classes i go to two or three of those i mean there's a lot of things that we have to do to maintain waxing you're saying We've got waxing that goes on i feel like you're saying oh it's Facials. high maintenance but ultimately all that is self-care you're self -care. taking care of yourself mm -hmm. and you know that's something that is important to you and something that you value so yeah, I do, and I I enjoy it, and not only that, I always love to support the small businesses of the ladies that are doing it in their in their offices because I feel like that's just that's just a way to support them in their own growth and mm -hmm. their own business. So that's fun. All right, so thank you. I'm not high maintenance. I'm just self caring. Very very <laughs> into self love. I self -care. do. I love that. Exactly. Send me your questions, ladies and gentlemen. I am so excited to be able to be doing Q and A's. Um, those are going to be a big part of it. I would. In, you know what I would really love is to have a call-in show where I have people calling in with their questions, and you can use an anonymous. Uh, you know, name if you're not, you know, if you're a little shy about it, it's okay. Just call me in. Let's do that, Jamal. Well, Let's plan that out. We gotta figure out the tech, but yeah, I can see you're 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 going into your Howard Stern era. I, I want to really just <laughs> eventually I'll have my own whack pack. That's the goal. Oh my god. <laughs> Guys, send me your questions. I love to hear what you're saying, what you're asking. Even if you stop me in the middle of an event, I am super excited to share whatever I have and whatever I know with you all. Thank you so much. Remember to share this episode. Make sure to review it. Let everybody know about this podcast. I'm excited to be here again, season 12. Thank you, Jamal. Thank you. Um, and don't forget that we have a, oh, you know what? We have a few episodes coming up, uh, and I'm going to be on the road, you guys. So definitely look out for that. I'll be in New York at a vintage event, and you don't want to miss those because that's going to be really, really fun. Thank you. Love you all. Bye.
wonder, wonder, wonder.